This is the FBCG Live Podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, Financial Series, Part 4, The Lord Will Prosper You Based on the Condition of Your Heart. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. I'm going to ask you today to open your Bibles. By the way, let me start off by telling you, this is a Bible study. So I'm going to be looking at multiple verses today. I'm in a series. This is part four. If you're just joining us for the first time, this is part four of a series on finances. We have been in this series for, uh, this is week four. And we've, we've missed the first three. I'm going to encourage you to go back and take a look at them. Uh, we had the last two weeks, uh, Sister Michelle Singletary, sharing with us critical things that I want you to see. I started off the first Sunday in August uh, with part one, and today I want to talk about the keys to prosperity. This is point uh, message number four, and the title of this message is The Keys to Prosperity. Third John, the epistle of Third John, that's all the way in the back of your Bible, uh, just uh, before Revelation is the book of Jude, and right before Jude is the book of 3 John. It's a small book, only one chapter in length. And I want to use as the basis of the message today, verse 2. 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. Here's what it says. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. I like that. I love that. Here's what he says. I'm praying and believing God to prosper you, to help you. That's what prosper means. To help you on the road. To help you succeed in reaching. To help push you forward. That's what prosperity means. To be pushed forward. It means to succeed in reaching what it is you're seeking to reach. And I, I want to pray that God will help you on the road. And this particular passage says that uh, the apostle uh, is writing this epistle. He says, I'm praying that you will prosper, verse 2, in all things, in all areas, in all arenas of your life, in all things, I'm praying, he says. And that uh, you would be in health just as your soul prospers. And God has prospered our souls incredibly. I mean, our souls have been changed, transformed, enriched. Our souls have been uh, uh, empowered. And we, our souls are different. We, how many of you are not, you're not the same person today that you were when you, when you, before you met Jesus. When you met Jesus, our lives changed. We got regenerated. We got changed. He filled us with his joy. He forgave us of our sins. He empowered us to be his sons and daughters. And, and so we, we have, we are, we are, our souls have experienced an incredible journey and an incredible thing that God has done for us and through us and what he's done for our soul. And that's great news. It's powerful. It's profound. It's amazing. It's worthy of growth. He says, I want you to prosper in all things. I like that word, in all things. And guess what? All things also means your finances. Now, one of the things when, when, when uh, we've talked about finances and dealt with managing finances, we have uh, been heavy and spent a lot of time talking about the practical financial elements of God blessing and 
rewarding you and uh, for you to do certain things to manage your finances. And we will continue to teach those, those things, but here is the spiritual side of it because there is a spiritual component of, of your finances. And what I want to do is give you three things, and I'm going to give you multiple verses on each one of these three points I'm making. I want to give you multiple scriptures to, to, that postures our heart. That tell you, God will bless you based on and prosper you based on the condition of your heart. What, what, what your heart and your mind uh, does is critical to God's capacity and God's ability to bring prosperity to you. So I want to take a look at three areas that God wants to prosper you. I, I don't know where you are, but I suspect that everybody in here wants some level of prosperity. Uh, no, I don't think anybody would say, no, I don't want no prosperity. I don't want God to bless me anymore. I, I want to just stay. I don't know anybody saying, I'm voting to stay broke. <laughs> uh, nobody's voting to say, I'm I'm voting to maintain nothing, be, be jacked up. No, we all want to have the favor of God. And throughout scriptures, God tells us, here's what needs to be in your life for you to prosper. Here's number one. I want you to turn to 2 Chronicles chapter 26. 2 Chronicles chapter 26. And here's what it says. 2 Chronicles chapter 26, and I want to read verse number 5. 2 Chronicles 26, verse 5, and it says this. He sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God, and as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Profound, powerful. What is that, Pastor? Here's what he said. Here's what's important. Here's what I'm telling you. Here's point one. He sought after God. Number one, the very first thing you have to do is seek after God. Seek after God. Have a lifestyle of pursuing after God. Uzziah, Uzziah sought after God. That's who this is talking about. And as long as he sought God, as long as his posture, his position, his, his attitude, his mindset, was not to lean to his own understanding, not to go by what he thought or what other people thought or the opinions of other people. He sought God. The, the Bible says he sought God in the days of Zechariah who had an understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, as long he was in pursuit of God, God made him prosper. God wants us to be in a mentality, in a posture of pursuing and seeking after him. When you wake up in the morning, you're pursuing God. When you make life decisions, you're pursuing after God. You're seeking God. When you when you got choices to make, it is a it is it is a mandate and a, a, a attitude of saying, I wonder what God says about it. This is how I try to live my life. Before I make any decisions, any choices, any actions, before I give any directions, I try to think, now what does the scripture say? What does God say about this? Write down, write down 2 Chronicles 31. Let's go to chapter 31. Uh, let's, this, this, this goes along with this verse too. Uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 31, verse 20 and 21. 20 and 21. And here's what it says. Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Ju Ju Judah. 
And he did what was good and right and true before the Lord his God. And in every work that he began in the service of the house of God, in the law and in the commandments, to seek his God, he did it with all his heart. And then the Bible says this, so he prospered. Prosperity begins with a, with a mindset and an attitude that your life is in pursuit of God. He's not a tag on. He's not at the end of the journey. He's not at the end of the discussion. He's the very first thing. He's at the top. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these other things will be added to you. Say, I got to challenge and ask you today, what, what are you doing with your heart? Where is your heart? Is it in pursuit of God? Is it, or is it, is it watered down and, and has God been pushed to the background? Is he secondary? Is he not the first thing, the first one, the first ideas of his? Do you not think about him first? So he prospered. When he was in pursuit of God, he prospered. Now, a lot of people don't recognize the importance of that, but this is a key to prosperity. Uh, you know, God wants our hearts to be faced and focused toward him. And, and my challenge to you is to, to, to face it toward him. Here's number two. Number two uh, is meditate on God's word. Meditate on the word of God, that you are not only seeking God, but you're meditating and you are uh, reflecting and thinking on and chewing on the word of God. Let's go to Psalm 1. Psalm 1. A very familiar passage right here in the first psalm. And I want to read these first three verses of Psalm 1. And here's what it says. Blessed, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. In his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. And I, here's what I like. And whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does. I wish I could put a highlight underneath of that. I wish I could, could focus that. Whatever he does shall prosper. And that's because he's meditating, he's chewing, he's feasting, he's, he's thinking and pondering and, and, and focusing on the Word of God. That's, that, that's, a, that's another element. You're not only seeking God, but you're meditating on His Word. You, you are putting that Word in your heart. You're memorizing His Scripture. You're, you're thinking it over. Uh, this, is a, this is a principle that if I can encourage and challenge everybody to make a lifestyle would be the lifestyle of meditating on his word. And that, you know, that means that as you think about the word, you might want to focus uh, a little bit on a section of, of, of the scriptures or, or a word. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. You might spend some time talking about blessed, what it means to be blessed, what blessed means, what it looks like. Blessed is the man. Then you might want to spend some time uh, meditating on who walks not who's not walking, then think about meditating, who's not following the path or walking in the journey and doing what 
uh, the ungodly does, who walks not in the counsel, in the suggestions, in the ideas. See, I'm meditating on the word right now, walking through it. Uh, blessed is the man who is not following the counsel of the suggestions or the ideas. Nor standing in the path of sinners. He's not standing along the side and dwelling with sinners. Nor sitting in the seat of those who are full of scorn. You're not sitting and, and pondering and plotting and dreaming with them. You're meditating upon the word of God. And that's how you meditate upon it. You go through it in your mind. You go through it and think it through and ponder it and put it in your heart and your mind. Yeah, that's, the, that's what God does with the pros, uh, to bring prosperity. And, and I love this verse. It says, whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever, he, whatever choice, whatever thing he puts his hands to. He prospers. Prosperity comes from not only seeking after God as a lifestyle, but also meditating on his word. Look at, let's go to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua, the book of Joshua chapter 1. And here's another verse that reaffirms chapter 1, verse 7 and 8. Let me read that to you. Uh, Joshua chapter 1. Verse 7 and 8. Only be strong, it says, and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night. There's meditation again that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, listen to this, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. It puts a qualifier even on success. And it comes from meditating on the word of God. This is the lifestyle that God's calling you and I to live in. A lifestyle this is one of those internal things. This is one of those uh, suggestions and guidances from God that we have to, you know, here's, here's what I want to challenge you to do, saints. I want to challenge you in your life, in your lifestyle, that you figure out a way of what you need to do in your day-to-day -day activities to make this a practice of your life, to make this a practice of a day-by-day -day thing that you do. And the promise from God is you'll prosper. And that's why I love, I love, I like living my kind of life. I like Living this kind of life. I'm living a blessed life. I'm living a prosperous life. God opens up doors for me and blesses me. You know what I discovered about God? When you have the prosperous life and the blessed life, God answers prayers even before you ask him. I've seen God open up doors and I haven't even talked to him about it yet. That's how awesome he is. I haven't even made the request and he brought it to pass. He brought it to pass. I haven't even asked him. So my question to you today is what, what, what are you meditating on? You know, that's why I have to be careful about the music that I listen to because I'm a, I'm a temptations man. I'm a stylistics and the shylites. You, you young people don't know nothing about those groups. That's, that, that, that goes way back to the Delphonics. Anybody remember the Delphonics? Didn't I blow your mind this time? Didn't I? You know, long, way back, you, uh, have you seen her? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Tell me, have you seen her? I see her face everywhere I go, in the streets and even at the picture show. See, I have to be careful what I'm listening to. Because if I'm not careful, 
I got those words swimming, swimming around in my mind and I'm meditating on the wrong stuff. That, that's not going to bring me prosperity. I wish it would rain, the temptation. I, I wish it would rain. Oh, how I wish it would rain. A girl and found another and gone away. And then I'd be depressed and down, thinking this thing ain't happened to me, but just thinking about the song that I'm meditating on. I'm trying to tell you the music you listen to, the books you read, the things that you ponder on, you get it in your spirit, you get it in your mind, it affects you. But God says when you're the kind of person that you have trained your heart and trained your spirit and trained your soul to get and meditate on the word of God, God says, I'm going to reward that with prosperity. Well, that's profound. I don't know. I don't know if y'all got that, but that's that's powerful. It's. It's profound. And, and I like, I like, I like, uh, I like what it says uh, in Joshua. He says, he will, you will have not just success, good success. He says, he will, he will, you will have good success. You, 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 you'll make it through whatever you put your hands to. I've discovered when you're this kind of person, whatever you put your hands to, God brings to prosper. Whatever you touch, whatever path you take, whatever journey, whichever road you go down, God will make you to prosper. And I can tell you time after time after time, the way God has demonstrated that even in my own life, that I've seen God prosper me beyond my wildest dreams. I don't deserve it. I, I, I don't, I haven't earned it. It isn't because I earned it, but it's because I've, I'm putting these principles in my life. And when you do, God rewards you with prosperity. It's a key. I'm almost finished. Three things. Here, here's the third thing. Then I, I'm going to close with this. Let me close with Proverbs 28. Here's my last thing. Sure, this will be one of the shortest sermons you'll ever hear me preach today, but it'll be yet one of the most profound ones. Let me, let me go to Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 13. Let me read this to you. Because here's what the scripture says. It says, verse 13. He who covers his sins will not prosper. But whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Now, this, this scripture is pretty clear. If you cover your sin, you won't prosper. If you close your eyes to it and act like that didn't happen, and act like you didn't participate, and act like you didn't do it, the scripture says it affects God's ability to prosper you. He who covers his sin, sins will not prosper. But... I like when God sticks his butt in our situation. He's, he has a butt here, but there's an alternative to that. But whoever, here it is, two things, confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Cover, he says, no prosperity. Confess and forsake, God says, I'll give you mercy. Here's the heart of God. Here's the mind of God. Here's the will of God. A lifestyle. Listen, we all sin. We all miss the mark. We all do things we shouldn't do. We all, we all fall and stumble. But he says the lifestyle is to confess it. Now, I believe you ought to confess it to God. And I believe you ought to have a, a person, a human being, who you are accountable to, to whom you confess and acknowledge that I went down the wrong path. Somebody to hold you accountable and to God and to talk to God. Confess and forsake and turn away and walk away. And say, I'm not going to do that again. Walk in a different direction. Repentance means an about face. It means a, 
a, a 180 turn, not a 360. 360, you turned all the way around and you back in the same direction. 180 is a 100. It means you turn in the opposite direction. You're going in a new direction. You confess and forsake. Walk away from your sin uh, and God will have mercy. I don't know where y'all are, but I stand in the need of God's mercy. I need God to show me his mercy. We need God to show us his mercy. And the scripture is crystal clear today. You confess and forsake and God will extend to you his mercy. These three keys, these three simple keys are the keys to experiencing and living in a lifestyle of prosperity. I, I want to tell you something. God wants to give you prosperity. It's, it's his desire. It's his heart. It's his will for you, for you to, for you to be favored and blessed with his prosperity. And I want, to, I want to challenge you today to take a look and examine your own life. Where are you when it comes to your decision making? Are you seeking and pursuing after God? What is your lifestyle like? Do you seek the will of God? Are you walking in the path of obedience to God? Are you seeking God's ways, seeking God's word, seeking God's answers? Are you meditating on his word? Are you making that word? Are you making the word of God the center of your soul in life? Are you meditating and thinking over it and pondering it? Or, or is your mind and heart filled with the corruption that the world has to offer? And finally, are you living a lifestyle of confession and forsaking? Confession and forsaking. This is the lifestyle God has called us to do. Do you have accountability partners in your life? Do you have people that you can be transparently honest with? I challenge you today. This is This is the keys to what God wants us to do. Now, whoever you are today, whoever I'm preaching to, whatever this message is for you, whoever it is for, I pray for you to make commitment to these three simple things. These three simple things will help usher in and cause and help God to bring you to a place where you may prosper in all things, in everything that you put your hands to, and you can be in health even as your soul prospers. God will bring it to your past. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. These three principles will cause God to bring you to a place where you may prosper in all things. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.